0: Well, good evening, youth. How are we doing tonight? Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, worship group. You guys did amazing. Um, if we were careful to listen, uh, we, we were on time at church. We heard Mark start off with um, just kind of some, some very fundamental stuff, right? Some, some truths from the Bible. And uh, Dennis He also reminded us of just some fundamentals, which is the Lord's Prayer. And tonight, I just want to, I don't want to go anything anything deep. I don't want to give out some new theological truths. I just want to just share my heart with you guys. I just want to just kind of go over some really basic stuff. And I feel like from time to time, like tonight, I feel like this is good for us as a youth, right? Amen? We just want to go back to basics. You know, growing up as a kid my dad got me this book. It was called Back to Basics, and it was basically like everything farming, right? Everything you need to know in farming, and he bought it for me for like a garage sale, and I was like five, and I still have it to this day, you know? And hence, you know, <laughs> I, I've read that book religiously, you know? And tonight, I want to read, I want to talk about foundations. What are we building our lives upon? What is the what is this foundation that we're laying right now as a youth, right now in our young years, what, is, what are we laying down right now that will impact our future, that will make us who we are in the future, right? And I just want to share like a, it's an example. I heard it somewhere. It's not me. This is not, I didn't make this up. This is an example. Uh, so there was, a, there was a developer, a builder, and he got two of his most skilled builders. So there's a builder, developer. He got two of his most skilled builders. He's like, hey, here's a budget. I'm going to need you guys to build a house, right? And the budget, I don't know, a million dollars, two million dollars. So these builders go out, and they're like, okay, we have two million dollars. We're going to build a house, right? The first guy, he says, you know... This is maybe the opportunity of a lifetime. i want to put my all in it. I'm going to, man, I'm going to build the best house ever. I'm going to have all the amenities, all the bells and whistles. I'm going to have A.C. You know, not all of us have A.C. Uh, we're going to have a whole heated driveway and everything. And he just went all out. Build this house like nobody. The second guy, he says, man, I have $2 million, right? I'm, I'm going to build this house, but I'm going to cut some corners, right? I'm going to just build this house. I'm going to throw in, I don't know, $100,000, and I'm going to pocket a million and a half dollars, right? The math doesn't add up, but uh, uh, the point is he cut some corners. He built this house, not top-notch, not like the first guy, and he's like, man, I'm going to keep this money, and I'm going to become rich. I'm going to put this house, whatever, and that'll be the end of it. So they go ahead and do that. The first guy, Builds this house top notch. Second guy cuts some corners, and the developer comes and he's like, All right, guys, let's see your houses, you know? And they're like, here, here they are, right? Here's their houses. Lo and behold. And the developer goes, Okay, here's the keys. Now, this is the houses that you'll be living in. And that really got me because this is, this is basically us right now, right? We, we have the Word of God, right? We have a million dollars right here. And we can either invest our time into building our lives according to the book, according to what God has for us, according to the plan that He has for us, build it top-notch, build it, you know, according word for word according to God's Word. Or we can build our life on, you know, Instagram posts that we read in the mornings, you know, like some encouraging... Uh I do that too. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Um and I just want you guys to think about that. Think about that. This this will impact the rest of your life. The, the the foundation that you're building right now, the house that you are building right now, the life, the choices that you make right now will impact you 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line, 30 years down the line, and even your eternity, your future world, you just spend your eternity. And um I want to I just kind of put down three basic, very fundamental ideas or thoughts or doc, not doctrines, um, just truths that I want you guys to remember uh, when laying down a good foundation. And they are salvation, Scripture, and submission. Salvation, Scripture, submission. We're going to dive into all three of them. And um, we're going to go ahead and just kind of dissect each one. So the first one that we used to build our foundation is salvation. And before we can start anything, before we can start our Christian walk, before we can even make, you know, godly decisions, we must have the set foundation of salvation, right? And salvation, this is basically the gospel, and we've been been told this a million times, but I'm going to go ahead and share it again tonight because tonight we're taking it back to the basics, and I just want to share the gospel with you guys and we have Jesus, we have God, we have the Holy Spirit. There are three in one. God sent His only Son to earth to die for our sins and He died for our sins and rose again on the third day and we have salvation through Him but if only we believe and we accept this gift that He gives to us and are willing to change our lives. Gospel in a nutshell. We've heard this a million times But this is a very, very basic, very important, probably the most important brick or whatever you want to call it to lay down in your foundation. Uh, Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. If we say we didn't sin, if we say we're good, if we say we're holy and all this stuff, we're lying to ourselves, we're deceiving ourselves. God says, Jesus says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Charles Spurgeon once said this quote, you will never know the fullness of Christ until you know the emptiness of everything else. We, we, we're surrounded by so many things, and he's okay back there. Uh, we're surrounded by so many things, and we think that we, we find fulfillment in these things. We think we find fulfillment in, you know, like chasing material things, chasing, you know, uh, views and likes and all these things that, that are so important to us, you know, as as young people, but we can never fully know Christ until we realize the emptiness that is found in all of these things, all of these trivial things that we hold up so high, right? We, we hold up these things that are like, man, how am I going to appear in front of my friends tonight? How, what is that girl going to think about me? What is that guy going to think about me? We will never know the fullness of Christ until we realize that, hey, None of this really matters. None of this really matters. What really matters at the end of the day is, do I know Christ personally for myself? Do I have this revelation from Jesus that I can hold on to, that I can build my life on? And then all these other things will just fall into place. You don't have to worry about anything. But, uh, Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God, and all other things will, will, will be added unto you. This reminds us that we don't have to worry about anything. We don't have to make any... any big, big, bold, you know, moves or anything like that on our own. We can trust in God. We can have faith in Him, which I'll talk about uh, in the following two S's, Scripture Submission. And uh, I just want to encourage you guys. If you, if you haven't made this step yet, think about it. This is a big step in your life. Shouldn't be taken lightly. Shouldn't be taken just, you know, I'm going to do it because I feel, you know, everybody else is doing it. This has to be a personal revelation from God for you. That hey, I'm a sinner. I realize it, and the only way that I can change is if I accept Jesus into my heart. With that being said, I want to go to the second S, which is Scripture. Scripture, and if you could open up Scripture with me uh, to Matthew chapter seven, we we had the reading today, Matthew seven verses twenty-four through twenty-seven. Say amen when you're there. I'm not getting a lot of amens. Amen. Um, Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 through 27. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And I'm going to stop there for now. I want, to, I want to draw our attention to the first portion of this verse where it says, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man. I can't stress the importance of, of, um, of, the, of Scripture. I can't stress the importance of reading Scripture. And uh, James, I believe, reminds us in James chapter 1, verse 22, that not to be only hearers of the word, but also doers of the word, right? And Jesus, when he's saying this parable, he says, whoever hears these words of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man. How many times do we find ourselves in church and we're listening to a good sermon, we're listening to a, you know, just a powerful just sermon. We're over there at the youth conference on Sunday night and, or other Sunday nights, and we're like, man. This guy's on fire. Oh, praise Jesus. Yes, go ahead, brother. And then we leave that night, and we totally forget about what happened. We don't, we don't practice what we hear. We don't practice what we hear. And Jesus says, if you, do, if you hear these, these sayings of mine and do them, I will liken you to a wise man who builds his, his house on a rock. Oftentimes we, we just look at, we just hear these these you know great sayings these great preachers these great sermons and we don't we don't we don't exercise them in our lives we don't just go out and live that we don't and I say this to myself too I'm not preaching to you guys I'm preaching to myself and then you know you guys are hearing what I'm preaching to myself um, and Jesus you know he reminds us that hey. We, we, can, we can build our lives on something, but if we are not building our lives on a rock, if, we're not, if we were just hearing these words, but we're not doing them, we're not building on a rock. We're building on sand. We're building on things that, that are move, that shift, that just kind of we're sitting there, and it's like quicksand. It's, it's not there no more. I mean, quicksand, you sink in it. But, you know, when you're at the beach, how many of you guys have been at the beach? Yes. You're at the beach, and then, like, the water comes, and then it goes, and then, like, you feel like the sand's coming out from under you. You guys know what I'm talking about? No, okay. I guess that's just me. Um, and you know, through our lives, we we get these we get these we get these tests, right? We get these quizzes. We don't like pop quizzes, you know. We we study for a test. We don't study for a test. Teacher comes in and says, "Hey, we're we're having a pop quiz today, right?" And we're like, "Man, I didn't I didn't study for this pop quiz, you know? How am I supposed to how am I supposed to pass this pop quiz if I didn't study for it?" And God says the same thing. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come one of these days, and I'm going to test you. I'm going to quiz you on on patience, on on love. Do you, Do you truly love the the man or the woman that that you know looks at you sideways? And you say, Man, God, can we have this test another day? I'm not really feeling it today. I'm not I'm not really in the mood for you know loving somebody right now. You know, and. And this, this kind of just all goes hand in hand with hearing and doing, right? We can hear all we want. But when it comes time to do, when it comes time to practice, we fall. And, and I'm reminding myself of that. That, hey, Andre, or hey, Paul, hey, I don't know, Christina, Linda, I'm not pointing anybody out here. But do I do I practice? The things that I hear. Jesus teaches us all these things, but do I actually practice them? Do I go out each and every day and live out this word that he, that he leaves with us? He gave us instructions here. He gave us promises here. He gave us, you know, uh, guidance here. But we, we don't, we don't want to follow it. We just want to hear it. We want to come on Tuesday nights. We want to go to church Sunday mornings. We want to say, yes, brother, go ahead, amen. And then we just leave, and we don't, we don't practice. And... I want to move on to the third S. I'm going to stop there and I'm going to say one more thing about Scripture. Uh, open with me to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. That's 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. This is what Mark read at the beginning, if you guys were to attend. Uh, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction, for goodness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Timothy here, he's, he's writing to us, and Mark, thank you for reminding me. Scripture, he, he, God gives us the Scripture, right? We have Scripture. We have it. And It is equipping us for all of these things that he just stated, all of these, for righteousness, for instruction, for righteousness, for correction, for reproof, for doctrine. But most of the time, and I don't want to say this, I'm not pointing, I'm sure all you guys read your word and apply it to your lives, I'm saying this for myself, right? Uh, Oftentimes is, we, we we just hear this word. We don't use it for doctrine, we don't use it for instruction, we don't use it for edification, we don't use it for reproof, we don't use it for guidance, we just hear it. And this is the biggest downfall, I believe, in, in, in today's just world that's saturated with just information and knowledge and they're just bombarded, like wh- whose Instagram was down yesterday? I know mine was. and man, we're like, what do, what do we do with ourselves, right? Like, our Snapchat's down, our Instagram's down, like, what What do we do, right? But this is like, man, God's like, hey, you guys, look, this is a day for you guys to just kind of break away, you know, spend some time in my words, spend some time in prayer, spend some time in, in uh, just seeking Jesus. And um, I just want to encourage you guys, right? I just want to encourage you guys, if you're building a foundation, if this is, this is where you're starting your life, Scripture is the foundation, Scripture, salvation, Scripture. If you're not reading the Word, if you're not spending time seeking Jesus in the Word of God, your foundation is going gonna, is gonna to fall down, it's going to break, it's going to have cracks in it. And I want to move on to the third S, which is submission. And it, it might sound harsh, submission might sound harsh, so... I'm going to put, I'm going to make it, I was trying to use three S's, but I could use obedience, obedience, obedience to the Word of God, obedience to Jesus. And this is, um, this is one of those things where obedience and submission, it's one of those things that takes faith. And I had Mark read Hebrews 11, where it talks about all these just men and women of God that had faith in God. And... There was one person in that chapter that really just kind of stuck out to me, and he, he, it was Abraham, Abraham, and if you could just open up with me to Hebrews chapter 11, we're going to go ahead and read a little bit of that, say amen when you're there, Hebrews 11, I want to start off with verse 1, and I'm going to read down to where it talks about Abraham, so, By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, Moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. And this is verse eight, this is where I want to kind of draw our attention to. "By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelled in the land of promise, as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob. heirs with him of the same promise for he waited for the city which has foundations whose builder and whose maker is God and there's a few things that that Abraham did that I want that I want us to do I want us to practice and when I look at Abraham I see a man that has a ton of faith this guy has faith and just man if I could have just like an ounce of that praise Jesus um Obedience and submission requires us to step out of our comfort zone. Abraham, he's, he's living good in the land. He's living good in, in, in the land that he's, you know, that land, the land of, um, where he was living at. And God says, Abraham, and he says, yes, God, I need you to pack up your stuff and go. What does Abraham say? He says, Yes, God, I will do that. He doesn't say, okay, God, where am I going? Is there going to be water there? Is going to be food there? Is there going to be uh, people I can chat with over there? Is there going to be friends? in my, my buddies going? Are we going to have, you know, am I going to somewhere cool? God, Abraham says, yes, Lord, I will go. He did not know where he was going. He did, not, he did not know what God had in store for him. He just knew that God told him, and he's going to follow that. And God blessed him immensely. God blessed him immensely. God said that your descendants, Abraham, are going to be like the sand on the seashore and like the stars in the sky. You know, this is, this is like one of those things where like, man, if I'm Abraham, if I'm in Abraham's shoes and my wife is, you know, 90 years old, 90, and uh, you guys heard nine, 90 years old, and... Um, I'm I'm questioning. I'm questioning God at that point. You know, I say is it like the stars of the like the stars in the sky really? My wife is 90 years old and 90. And this is one of those things where Abraham he didn't know what, what, what to expect from from the this promise that God made for him. He didn't know what to expect. But God he knows everything even before we can we can, you know, think about it. We, we, we can think as far ahead in the future as we can, but at the end of the day, if we have faith in God, if we are obedient to Him, if we submit to Him, His plans are way better than ours, and that is a fact. And I want to read um, one more verse, which is found in First John chapter 5, uh, verse 4 through 6. 1 John 5, 4 through 6. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? And submission and, and obedience is one of those things that requires faith, requires it to be done out of, out of love, it can't just be just, you know, I'm going to submit just, just for the sake of submitting. It has to be done through faith. If I'm going to submit to God, if I'm going to obey to God, if I'm going to obey God, it is because I love Him. It is because I know and I have faith and I trust in Him that there are better things in store for me than the things that I have now. There are there is better situations that I can go through There are better. You know, God has the best in mind for me when I obey Him, when I trust in Him, when I submit myself to Him. And it's easy to say, you know, when it, when it comes down to it, it's easy to say. Like, I can stand here and say, okay, God, I'm going to submit to you. I'm going to obey you. But then when I step out into the real world, I'm like, man, here I am again, just hearing the word of God but not practicing it, right? When I wake up in the mornings, do I say, God, look, everything that I do today, I want to do it for your glory. Everything that I do today, Lord, decision-wise, I trust in you that you will make the best decision for me. And uh, with that, I want to I just kind of go back and look at the three points. So submission, salvation, scripture, submission. Salvation, scripture, submission. This is just three fundamental, just three very basic truths that we can build our foundation on. And on top of that foundation, we build our house, which is our lives, if we have this, these three things, these basic, very fundamental things, we are able to build our lives on that. And I want to go back to uh, Matthew chapter 7. I want to read the rest of that passage. Matthew chapter 7. Matthew, Matthew 7, um, 24, 25, 26, 27. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine, does not do them, will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell. And what does it end with? And great, and great was its fall. Um, I don't want to scare nobody today. Great was its fall, it kind of terrifies me, right? Like, how great of a fall? Does it have to be for the writer to write? Great was its fall. You know, how how big of a fall are we talking here? You know, are we talking, you know, earthquake or are we talking just kind of? It, it it's 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 one of those things where I don't want I don't want my life to come to that, right? I don't want my life to end up to the point where I look back on my life and I say, man, I really just built my life on all these lies and deception and and. Uh, you know, false mirages and just false things when I could have built my life on the rock, when trials come, when temptations come, when floods come, when, when winds come, when fire comes. At the, end of, at the end of the day, I say, is my life built on the rock? Uh, one more verse, and we, we're going to close here. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 10... Through 13. For no other foundation can one lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation, so if anyone builds their life on this foundation, on Jesus Christ, with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire, and that fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he'll receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, and he himself will be saved, yet so not as through fire. And this is just kind of like a reminder for us. Our, we're going to face trials. We're going to face temptations. We're going to face battles. We're going to face. We're gonna to have to weather all of these storms in our lives, and I'm using just kind of bless you, brother. Uh, I'm using all these like um, analogies, right? Like faith and uh, uh, and floods and um, winds and fires. These are all analogies, but we're all gonna be tested at some point in our life, whether financially, whether spiritually, whether physically. You know, through a sickness or or something. our faith is truly gonna get tested our foundation is truly gonna get tested our house that how we what we built it on is truly gonna be tested and at that point at that point whether we, we survive those those trials and temptations whether we weather through through them will reveal to us whether or not we built our life on Jesus Christ and I want to leave you guys with that I want to just encourage you guys tonight if I could leave you guys with one thought just one nugget to take home with you guys just some fresh water if just maybe like a, a little thought you can jot down is what is my life built upon what is this foundation that i'm laying right now right now as a as a youth as a as a young man and as a young woman what is this thing that i'm standing on what is this foundation that i'm building my life upon and let's go to God in prayer let's say Lord, if, 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 if I'm missing salvation, if I'm missing scripture, if I'm missing submission, if I'm missing any of these things, would you help me with that? Would you help me, Lord, find, and, and, and find time to spend time in your word, find time to spend time in prayer, you know, have this ability to submit to you, have this ability to be obedient to you. If I'm not saved, Lord, please forgive me and save me. And... Uh, Let's all bow down and uh, go to God in prayer. Lord, we magnify you, God, tonight in this place, Father. Lord, you teach us so many things, Father. And Lord, we want to glorify you, God, that tonight, Lord, we are able to look at some truths, God, that you left for us, Lord. You, Lord, you teach us through parables, Lord. You teach us through your word. You teach us, Lord, through your Holy Spirit, God. And tonight, God, we open up our hearts, Father, and Lord, we receive this word that you have for us, Jesus. Oftentimes, we look at our lives, God, and we say, what am I building upon? What is this What is this foundation that I'm building upon? And if it's not you, Jesus, what are we building on, Father? If it is not you, God, what are we building upon, Father? And if we are building, Lord, on, on sand, God, on things that will perish, God, on things that we find that we put so much, Lord, uh, effort and time, Lord, and... and, and, and We we deem it so important, God, but at the end of the day, we look at it and and you look at it and say, that is not important, my child. What's important, God, is that you love us, God, and that you gave us your word, Father. You gave us these instructions, Lord, that you tell us to follow, God, but oftentimes we don't follow them, God. We go after our own desires, our own flesh, God, our own ambitions, God, believing that we can build our lives upon that, Father. And we pray that you would forgive us for that, Jesus. If we haven't been submitting to you, God, if we haven't been obedient to you, Lord, would you forgive us for that as well, Lord? Help us, Lord, to fully, fully, fully trust and trust our lives into your hands, God, to have faith in you, God, being able, Lord, to to walk each and every day knowing, God, that our lives are in your hands, Lord, knowing that our lives, God, no matter what may happen, God, no matter what storm, what flood, Lord, what wind, can come against our lives, God, knowing that you are our foundation, God. We are strapped to you, Jesus. We are tied down to you, God. We, At the end of the day, we come, Lord, and we bow down to you, Jesus, because you are our rock. You are our foundation, God. You are the one, Lord, that we build our lives upon, God. And we thank you for that, God. We thank you for that, that we have these promises, that we have these encouragements, God, from you and your word, that we have, Lord, these edifications, these chastisements from you, God, that we can apply to our lives, God. And we pray, Lord, tonight, would we go out, God, and would we, would we do your word, Father? Would not just, Lord, listen to it, not just read it, God, but actually go out and apply it in our lives, God. Go out and live it, Lord, every single day, God, every single day, Lord. And we believe, God, that by doing this, Father, we are building our lives upon you, God. Would you help us with that, Father? Would you help us with, with that, Father? And we pray these things in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and the Church of God said, Amen. Amen.